we are putting together a training. We're going to work on a training to help you guys think about how you can develop your own flight your path. So your own internal document so that an account manager can get on the phone with someone and say, well, based on where you are and what you've done, I think what we should do next is this. I think what we should do next is this, right? Most account managers, by the way, just spend their life responding to client requests that haven't really been thought through, right? The client right. calls up right. and says, we, wanna, we, we, need to add, uh, we need to add a pop-up to our website and it needs to be integrated into active campaign to collect email addresses because someone told me on the weekend at a conference that that was a good idea. So that's what we need to do. Can you do that for us? And there's no strategy behind this at all. They're just throwing tactics against the wall to see what sticks. Whereas proactive account management is leading the conversation and leading the customer on that journey and say, hey, over the last two weeks we've done this. What we think we should do next is this, and here's why. If you have a vision for the agency you want to build, then we want to help you build it. Welcome to the Agency Hour podcast, brought to you by Agency Mavericks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we snuck in by the skin of our teeth. We're having enormous technical problems here today at Agency Mavericks. And you might also just see I've got a bit of a scarred forehead here. For those of you listening to this podcast, you should really come and check out the Digital Mavericks Facebook group and you'll be able to see the scars on my forehead here from my two-year-old daughter. That's how she tells me she loves me. That's right. She just scratches my face to bits. Um, Now, interestingly, we don't know if this is working. So what we would love is we would love you to leave us a comment and tell us who you are and the country you are from so that we can get an affirmative that the the, – there we go. There we go. So that we can get an affirmative that uh, the uh, technology is working because we've had massive technical problems this morning and we just basically had to go live uh, before StreamYard cancelled the, the, uh, the live stream. I'll tell you how it works. You can sk- We use StreamYard to live stream into the Facebook group, right? And uh, the reason we do that is because it allows us to bring in guests on the show it also allows us to stream to multiple locations at once, which we're not doing at the moment, but we will in the future. We'll probably start streaming over to YouTube at some point. Um, and StreamYard's a great platform. It allows us to do these things like pull up the lower thirds on the screen, which is what Max is doing right now. But when you schedule a live stream in Facebook, we schedule it for 8 o'clock Melbourne time on a Thursday morning. If you don't go live within 10 minutes after that scheduled time, Facebook just cancels the event, right, and it's done. So we literally, I couldn't get my microphone to work, the camera wasn't showing up, literally just had to push live and hope that it worked at nine past eight before we lost the stream. And so thank you for letting us know that it's working. Amber Rushton is here from Australia and says that uh, it is working. Thank you very much. Excellent. For the rest of you listening or watching, just let us know in the comments that you can hear us and uh, where you are from. And also just click the link near the, near the stream in the group and give StreamYard permission to, uh, to um, let us know that it's uh, the who you are, right? And uh, otherwise you just come up as anonymous Facebook user. Uh, Tomas Condi says, what's up? Tom York, saw Radiohead play four times, my favourite band. Yes, 
Yes, absolutely love Tom York. I'm not sure why you're mentioning Tom York and Radiohead, but anyway, uh, I don't think I was playing any Radiohead, but I am also a big fan. Uh, Rahul is here from India. Hey, Rahul, thanks for joining in. How are things in India right now, my friend? Let us know in the comments. How's the post-COVID normal settling in into India? I do sound like I've been on a little bit of a bender. I haven't. I've just got a little bit of a post-COVID cold that Oscar is very generously sharing around the house, uh, which is lovely of him. And uh, so today we're supposed to have a guest, a very, very special guest today who is missing in action at the moment, hasn't turned up. Don't worry, I do have a contingency up my sleeve. Uh, We're supposed to be talking with Sean Clark, I believe is his name, from... Uh, High Level. He's the CEO and the founder of High Level. Um, He's currently missing in action and he's not here. So we'll wait, uh, give him a few minutes. And if he doesn't turn up, I'm going to showcase something else, which is very, very exciting. I actually presented this on a webinar yesterday morning. But for those of you who missed it, I'm going to walk you through uh, something that we've been working on here, which is very exciting. If Sean doesn't turn up, if he turns up, Then, of course, we're going to talk about high level and the social media posting functionality that they've just rolled out and how you can use it for your agency and for your clients. And Thomas Condi says, yes, you covered Karma Police. I saw your video. Ah, there we go. Thank you very much. You've been stalking me on Facebook. Excellent. That was, I went away last December, took myself off for a few days down the coast on my own, a little bit of a little bit of a business retreat, just me and myself and my guitar and my computer and an internet connection. And I, I usually do that a couple of times a year to do a lot of writing and thinking and strategizing. And I come up with ideas. And I also, while I was away, um, actually, that was the previous year, I think I did that one. I, uh, I, I managed to go live a couple of times on my Facebook profile and played a couple of songs on the guitar. Um, right. So, hey, by the way, this is the Agency Hour podcast you're listening to. If you are listening to this and you're not in the Digital Mavericks Facebook group, please come and join us in the Digital Mavericks Facebook group and you can uh, see the videos that we produce here and you can play along in the comments and uh, leave some feedback and uh, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Uh, if you are listening to this, please make sure you subscribe. If you're in the group and you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can get the Agency Hour podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store or whatever it's called these days, wherever you get your podcasts. I use Downcast on my phone. Uh, You can subscribe to the Agency Hour podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And every Thursday morning at 8 o'clock Melbourne time, we go live and then I think it's the actual podcast gets published when? Is it the following day, Max, or is it later? Yeah, the following day. So the Friday Melbourne time is when the actual audio gets published as a podcast. That gives Max 24 hours to do his editing and uh, do what he needs to do there. Right, so look, I think it's fair to say that Sean Clark's probably not going to be here today on the podcast, which is a bit unfortunate. However, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you something that I showed yesterday on a webinar, um, and it's called The Flight Path. Now, by the way, this could all come to a, a very abrupt end. If Sean Clark turns up in the green room, we will exit stage left from what I'm about to show you, and we will pivot into the high-level presentation uh, and showcasing their new social media posting functionality. But in the meantime, I'm going to make an assumption that Sean's not going to turn up, that something 
has happened and he can't make it. I hope everything's all right with Sean and whatever's going on over there. I hope he's not sick or hasn't, hasn't uh, you know, had an accident or something. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to show you what we've been working on here, which is a concept we call the flight path. Now, the flight path is a journey that you take your customers on from zero to hero. So let's just think about a standard everyday garden variety uh, client that comes in and needs a website. They might need some local SEO and they might then need to go on a care plan so that you can look after the website for them, right? That's a pretty standard, you know, vanilla garden variety engagement with a client. And let's say uh, they are a local chiropractor and they come in and you're going to build them a website, do some local SEO and then put them on a care plan, right? So if you talk to them and you are presenting websites, SEO, care plan, you're essentially talking about commodities. We've had this conversation a lot here at Agency Mavericks that the market expects that a website and SEO for a chiropractor will cost a certain amount of dollars. In fact, I'm on Google right now and I'm going to Google chiropractor website and SEO. One of the first results that comes up is an ad website SEO services at $200, the 100% money back guarantee. So the marketplace, if I'm a chiropractor and I Google chiropractor website and SEO, instantly within a second, I am conditioned to believe that onlinemarketinggurus.com.au, by the way, I'm sorry if, if any of you guys here know the companies that I'm shouting out. I have no affiliation with these companies and I'm not trying to be facetious or nasty or mean here to any of these companies. I'm purely using this as an example to show you what happens when you put yourself in the seat of your target customer. The onlinemarketinggurus.com.au, Australia's best SEO services. We three times your ROI with SEO. A couple of great three-letter acronyms there. Free SEO audit in brackets 2K. So they're offering a $2,000 SEO audit for free. Another company, searchberg.com, which I mentioned before, uh, award-winning SEO agency, website SEO services at $200 with a 100% money-back guarantee. So <clears throat> the question becomes, how do you compete in that space without going broke? How do you compete in that space without going broke? Now, one of our mavericks, practiceedge.com.au, they're number two in the organic listings. They're not running any ads against this keyword, but they're number two in the organic listings here, right? Chiropractor, SEO, website design, and ads digital marketing. Uh, now, they do very well, by the way. I can tell you, I know Simon and the, the team at Practice Edge extremely well. And this is their wheelhouse doing uh, SEO for health practitioners. But the point I'm trying to make here is if you are selling websites and SEO, you are competing with people who are offering it for $200 with a 100% money back guarantee. And you just can't compete with that. And you shouldn't compete with that because you'll go broke very quickly. Unless, I don't know what Searchberg's model is, but there's got to be something on the back end which keeps them profitable, right? This is obviously a front-end offer. So what we've been working on here is a concept over the last three years called the flight path, where you might start the conversation with a chiropractor about what they think they need, which is SEO, but then very quickly pivot the conversation to what they actually need, which is a new website, 
some conversion rate optimization, some lead gen, um, some SEO, some email marketing for, for retargeting their existing database. By the way, this is something that Go High Level is really good at. If you want to just manage your lead gen for your clients, Go High Level is a great piece of software that will allow you to do that. Because one of the problems with professional service providers, health practitioners, accountants, chiropractors, lawyers, financial planners, one of the pro- even even tradies or home contractors, one of the problems with those business owners is they're so busy. If you generate leads for them through SEO or ads, they generally don't have time to follow up with those leads. So at the end of the month, you say, well, we're charging you $1,500 for this service. And they say, why am I paying you $1,500 a month? And you say, well, I can see here in the Google Analytics and in our reporting that we've generated 30 leads for you this month. And they say, yes, but we haven't closed any new clients. And you say, well, that's not my fault. I've given you the leads. They've come in through your contact form. Why haven't you called them? And they say, well, because we're too busy, right? And all of a sudden, we're in this really weird situation where they're paying you for something, you're doing your job, but it's not actually moving the needle for them. So what some agencies are doing is doing done for you. We will generate the lead, we will call them and we will book them on your calendar and they will come into your office and you just have a sit down with them and do your usual thing and convert them into a client, right? So it's just taking it that one step further so that they, at the end of the month, by the way, the agencies that are doing that are typically charging a lot more and at the end of the month, they can't deny that you've done your job because they've had eight new people sit in their office that month and they've converted five of them into high-paying clients, right? So that's the, the, the kind of the premise of high level as a software piece is to do lead gen and, and call bookings for your clients. Just get people on the calendar for your clients so you become way more valuable to your clients than a traditional agency which does lead gen and then washes their hands and says, well, we did our job. It's now up to you to close them, right? So the flight path, back to the flight path. The flight path is how you differentiate from all the other agencies and the conversation that you have with the chiropractors or the accountants or the coaches or whatever your niche is, the conversation you have which says, we can take you from where you are now to where you want to be and this is how we do it. Right? Once you've developed the flight path, we actually call that your signature system. That's how you present it to your clients. But the internal workings for you to get your head around it is what we call the flight path. What is the journey that we take our clients on from zero to hero? And what I want to do is I want to show you something that we've been working on, which I'm very excited about. And I'm going to share my screen, which is going to be excellent for you podcast listeners, because you're not going to be able to see a thing, which is why you should come and join the Digital Mavericks Facebook group. Okay, here we go. So on the screen here now, you should be looking at one of our playbooks. This is full transparency. This is one of the playbooks, one of the many playbooks. I think we have about 40 playbooks at the moment uh, and growing. This is one of the playbooks that we give our Mavericks Club members. We have playbooks that we give our clients who are in our coaching programs. In our coaching programs at the moment is Mavericks Club and Sales Accelerator. They're the two coaching programs that we have available for people to join at the moment. And when clients join those programs, we use playbooks like this one to help them figure out where they are, where they want to go, where they're stuck, and we help get them moving, right? And so this is an example of one of those playbooks. So this playbook is called The Flight Path, and this helps identify Uh, this this really helps you identify how you take your clients on a journey from 
uh, from zero to hero. Now, this is this is a bit meta because this is our flight path, right? This is how we help our clients. What we're doing, we're in the process of putting together a training to help you guys develop this kind of playbook for your clients. So imagine sitting down with a client at the start of an engagement and saying, hey, look, based on what everything you've told me, you guys are here at the moment. You've said that you want to get here over the next 12 months. Typically speaking, there are 27 things that we can do over the next 12 months to help you get there. And those 27 things are boom, boom, boom. Here we are, right? So what I'm, what I'm doing now is I'm showing you uh, our coaching matrix that we use to identify and diagnose clients, diagnose their problems and prescribe solutions. So what you're seeing on the screen now is basically a three by three matrix. There are three levels of customer that we work with and there are three areas of their business that we help them with. In our case, our customers are either a cadet, a pilot or a top gun. Cadets are typically under 20K a month in revenue. Pilots are between 20 and 70K a month in revenue and over 70K, we call them a top gun, 70K a month in revenue. And the areas of the business that we help them with, we help them with sales and marketing. We call that grow your authority. We help them uh, turn their products into services. Uh, sorry, turn their services into products. We call that package your IP. That's the delivery component of your business. And then we help them scale their impact through automations, team and uh, uh, documentation and SOPs, right? Standard operating procedures, processes, all that good fun stuff that we love nerding out over. And so if someone comes to me and says, hey, look, um, I'm doing less than 20K a month in revenue and I feel like what I really need to do right now is just ramp up my revenue, then I will say, cool. And, and, and the purpose of this document is to make sure that all of the coaches here say the same thing and have the same conversation. So think about this as well. As your team grows, you want to make sure that everyone on your team is having the same conversation with your clients and basically thinking the way that you would think in order to diagnose a problem with a client and prescribe the right solution, right? This is, I promise you, this is the way to scale your business and get you out of it. This is what I call codify your thinking. This is how you basically teach other team members how you think about diagnosing problems and how you come up with strategies for clients. This started out, by the way, as a very ugly Google Doc, which Kat Townsend from the Good Alliance turned into this beautiful playbook for us. So it didn't start out like this. It, I just noted down a bunch of stuff on a Google Doc. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I, in the interest of complete transparency, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the Google Doc. This is the kind of thing I do when I take myself away for those business retreats. What I generally do is I sit down and I work on things like this and I say, look, this is the coaching matrix. Big shout out to my friend Josh McKitterick, by the way, who helped me understand the way to slice and dice this stuff up. Josh has uh, got a business called Rockstar Trainers. He basically helps coaches unpack their IP. Uh, he's a genius at it. And he got on a quick call with me uh, recently and walked me through this. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. So what I did is I just, you know, on this Google Doc, just wrote coaching matrix and then I just put the three big categories, right? Grow your authority, package your IP and scale your impact. And then I just indented some subheadings, cadet, pilot, top gun. And then I said, right, if you're a cadet and you need to grow your authority, which means grow your revenue and grow your client base, what are the three things I think you should do? 
Right? There's, a, there's a million things you can do, but what are the three things that I actually think are going to help you move the needle? And the reason we say three is because 80% of, I, and I, I've been doing this a long time, I promise you this is not made up, this statistic is real. About 80% of what you're doing in the business right now just doesn't matter. Right? We are all wasting time on stuff that is not going to move the needle. Well, I'm not anymore because my team won't let me, but I used to spend a lot of time wasting time on stuff that just is irrelevant and made me feel busy and productive, but just isn't going to move the needle. So these are the three things I think you should focus on if you're under 20K a month in revenue and you just need to grow that revenue so that you can have a bit more profit to hire another team member. These are the three things that I think someone in that situation should do, right? And I just wrote this down in a Google Doc. By the way, they are craft your offer, do your first 30 triage calls and do your first 10 strategy calls following our frameworks. And then what I did is I just bullet pointed, well, if you need to craft your offer, here's the training that I think you should do from us that will help you do that. I think you should do the Godfather Method because the Godfather Method is an amazing course that will help you get super clear and, and put together an offer that your prospects can't refuse. I think you should develop your hottest 100 spreadsheet which is in the client acquisition formula training. And I think you should do your first 10 triage calls using the triage script in the client acquisition formula training. So if any coach or any support team member or anyone in our organization, Max could get on a call with someone and they might say, oh, look, Max, I'm thinking I want to make a bunch of videos because I want to use video marketing to generate new clients. And Max might say, well, what are you going to say in the video? What's your offer? Oh, I'm going to talk about websites and SEO. And Max would say, hmm, I'm not sure I'd do that. Have you been through the Godfather Method? Oh, no, I haven't. Well, I think you should go through the Godfather Method first because that will help you refine your offer and find a more compelling message that you can then put in the videos, which is then more likely going to re 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 relate to resulting more clients, right? So this is me getting my thinking out of my head and putting it onto paper into a very ugly Google Doc, which Cat then turned into this beautiful playbook. So I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but I just wanted to show you um, the, the, I just wanted to show you where this started, all right? It started with a Google Doc. Hey, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in the green room, we have a very, very special guest who is joining us. It is not Sean Kemp from Go High Level. It is someone far more entertaining and far more exciting. It is my good friend, my brother from another mother, Pete Crispy Butter Perry. So I'm up to this point where we're sharing the, the coaching matrix. Ah, the coaching um, matrix. Yeah, so again, not going to go through all the details here, but you just see here if that cadet turns up who's doing less than 20K a month in revenue and they just really need to grow their, their revenue, the first three things we're going we're gonna to suggest are that they craft their offer, do their first 30 triage calls, and then do their first 10 strategy calls, right? Uh, and then, you know, if they're, a, if they're a top gun and they're like, look, our revenue's really good, but we're just still doing, you know, too many client services and we've got most of our products dialed in, but I think there's more we can do here. Um, and so one of the conversations we have with Mavericks a lot is I'm the only one in the business that can still come in and solve those strategic problems or those technical problems. So what we would suggest a top gun do there is codify their thinking, which is exactly what I'm doing here, create a diagnostic tool, which is a kind of what we've done here to help other people in the business diagnose problems and provide solutions, and then scale the value of their IP by either trademarking it or licensing it or turning it into software or whatever. So these 
are conversation starters based on where the client's at and the problem that they've currently got, right? So this, what you're looking at here is an internal document that we would use to help uh, our coaches coach more consistently and make sure that everyone's singing from the same hymn book, so to speak. I think, it's, pa- I think it's important to show this because, you know, I've talked to people who are don't realize what that we coach at all three of those levels. Um, like they, they're maybe they're a cadet and they think we only coach top guns or maybe they're a top gun and they think mm-hmm. we only coach cadets and pilots. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. really good to show that we can cover a broad spectrum. Mm. That's the wine speaking a broad <laughs> spectrum of different kinds of clients. Mate, it's some of your best of, work. Yeah. It's it, this is some of your best work. Go with it. Go go with the wine talking. I'm I'm go all with wine. Maybe I should start drinking wine at like nine a.m. You've got <laughs> that's a slippery slope. Once you've got this, once you've and so what I would suggest if you're doing websites, SEO, and care plan, right? What you I'm just going to off the off the cuff here, right? What you could do is you could say, look, there are three types of clients that we typically work with, right? You could say uh, we have. Uh, businesses that are doing less than 500. And let's say that your niche is coaches. I'm going to talk about Carl here from Static Shift in New Zealand, right? He's in Mavericks Club. His audience are coaches. He basically builds websites for coaches. Sammy Johnson at Neapolitan Creative in Southern California, she basically builds websites for female entrepreneurs who have membership websites, right? Thought leaders, course creators, that kind of thing. If that's your niche, you might say, we've got three levels of customers. We've got this type of stuff we do for people who are under 500K a year in revenue, and we do a little bit for them and then we kind of help them, teach them how to manage the content on their own website because they can't afford to hire us, you know, to do the whole thing. Then we've got clients between 500 and 2 mil in revenue and we do a bit more for them. There's a bit more of an engagement. And then we've got clients over 2 mil in revenue where we kind of do all this stuff. And so they, if they're your three levels of customers, for example, then your three categories might be uh, discovery or, or strategy, uh, launching and, and, and actually managing the website and then post launch stuff, which would be, you know, might be SEO ads and care plan. So you could lump SEO ads and care plan into the post launch stuff, right? Post launch services or, or marketing or ongoing, uh, in the middle, that middle column would be your website launching and managing the website. And the first column might be the discovery and the strategy stuff. And then you would just ask yourself, okay, well, if a client comes in who's doing less than 500K in revenue, what do we do for them when it comes to the strategy and the website and the post-launch stuff? And then once they elevate and they're up to a million dollars a year in revenue, then we move up to the next row and we say, okay, well, now we can do this stuff and now we can do this and now we can do this because you've got the revenue and the resources to pay us to do that stuff, right? So just scratch this out on the back of a napkin and where the rubber really hits the road then is when you start to present this as a marketing piece to your audience and it comes together and looks something like this, which I think is just a beautiful visual. Where Pete's put a lot of work into this, as has Kat, uh, to, to try and communicate to our audience, hey, if you're a cadet, you might be here, right? You might be starting off, you're less than 20K a month in revenue and you're less than 10% recurring. That's a broad brushstroke. It's a it's a it's a broad idea, right? Your journey is you need to take off 
You need to get the business to take off and become a pilot. And a pilot, you're between 20 and 70 a month in revenue and your recurring's you know, up to about 30%. And then you need to elevate to become a top gun where your, your revenue's over 70K and your recurring is up to about 70%. And then at that point, you can accelerate, really put your foot on the pedal and, and go for it. But this is the journey you can go on. So this is a nice visual that tells people, all right, I'm here, I can get to here and I can get to here. And then we have this checklist, which basically shows you all the things that you need to do in order to get from one level to the next, right? If you're a, if you're a nice. cadet, you need to increase your revenue. You need to uh, decrease the hours that you're working on the tools every week. And that's really through hiring your first or next team member. You need to get your sales and your workload more predictable. And that's really about thinking about how to start productizing. These are the actions, the actual action steps that you need to take. And then these are the trainings that we have that can help you do that. Right. So think about, you know, if you're an agency, you say, well, if you're here and you want to get to that next level, next 12 months, these are the things that we need to achieve. These are the actions that we need to take. And here's how we can help you. And it's literally like a prescription pad when you go to the doctor. You start ticking boxes and go, or put a number in a box and say, we're going to do these things in this order. Here you go, here's your prescription pad. It's a no-brainer then for the the client to say, okay, well, this makes perfect sense. It's a great idea. I need your help doing it. How can we work together? And all of a sudden, we're not selling websites and SEO. We're selling this process. We're selling this journey, this this customer success path that we have, which no other agencies are selling because they haven't taken the time out and put the thought into building this IP. And they're probably not hanging around agency mavericks and learning how to do this stuff. So you guys have the upper hand if you can get ahead of this and start developing this stuff in your business. It's it's funny. The, the tricky part of that... <clears throat> is getting your clients to understand that you deliver more than what your competitors deliver because they've been talking to or reading on the internet or whatever, all the stuff that competitors deliver, which are commodities, websites, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we can do blog posts and we can take, we can update the plugins. You know, when you present it as here's your journey, and this is where you are and this is where we can take you. And it's a whole nother thing. Like nobody's right. ever talked to them about that. So it, it might be something you have to practice to get out of you and into them. Like, you know, but once you get there, it's a no brainer. Right. It's before you jumped on, um, before you gate crashed this episode of the agency hour, um, <laughs> with your glass of Sauvignon Blanc, uh, I, I right at the start when I realised Sean wasn't going to turn up and I was going to pivot into this conversation, the first thing I did was I I I pulled up Google and typed in chiropractor website and SEO, right now check this out. The, again, the whole purpose of this is just so that you guys know what your market is expecting chiropractors see this and they go, check this out. Here's a company that does website SEO for $200 with a 100% money back guarantee. And you're sitting across from a chiropractor telling them that, that SEO is going to cost them $1,200 a month because, by the way, you, you can't do it for 200 bucks and be profitable, right? So uh, you're going to tell them it's $1,200 a month and they're going to say, well, hang on a second. It's 200 Why are you telling me it's 1200 So if you're talking about websites and SEO, you, 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 you know, the only way – to change their thinking, it's very hard to change 
the way someone thinks to, to change someone's mind if they've made their mind up. And if I'm a chiropractor, I've made my mind up that it shouldn't cost me any more than 200 bucks. If you're telling me it's 1200 bucks, there's a disconnect. That's a very hard conversation to have. The easier way is just to change the conversation completely. It's like, oh, well, yeah, but we're, sure, websites and SEO are just a very small part of what we do. You can go and pay that company $200 for SEO if you like, and this is what I call a circuit breaker. One of, if, this was, if I was in this situation, I would say, great, you can go and pay that company $200 to do SEO for you if you like. What I would be asking them is what happens if they do SEO and that traffic gets to your website and if they generate traffic to your website, what happens if in three months' time – no new clients have come in the door because your website's not converting. Are they going to look at the goals in Google Analytics? Are they going to look at the conversion rate optimization? Are they going to look at the people who visit your website and leave? Are they going to track those people and do retargeting campaigns? Or are they just going to get traffic to your website, which is vanity and kind of useless? And all of a sudden, the chiropractor's like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, right? I know you hadn't thought about that. That's why you pay, you're paying me to think about this stuff for you. If you can get clients to pay you to think, you'll make way more money than if clients are paying you to do SEO. Right? That's just the reality. Now, interestingly, Pete, you scroll down here. Number two in the organic listings is Practice Edge, which is Simon Major who's in Maverick. But let me show you another example. Dentist website. Oh, I'm just going to dentist website. Here we go. Professional website for dentists, dentist web design, Right. And uh, these guys used to run an ad which had a price on it. If I go here, and again, I'm sorry, I don't know who these people are and I'm not picking on them. I'm just showing you what your market expects. Dentistwebdesign.com.au. Here we go. De- here we go. Perfect. Well, that's annoying. There's a pop-up there that, uh, you know, um, uh, interrupts me. Dental website design and SEO from only $999 plus GST. And there's an asterisk. Where's the Where's the... Where's the asterisk? There's right. There's no the the asterisk doesn't doesn't. There's no footnote with asterisk that says terms and conditions apply. Right. It so might as well be a question mark. Might as well be a question mark. <laughs> Dental website design and SEO from only nine hundred ninety nine dollars plus GST. <laughs> Click here to get a free quote in twenty four hours. Right. So so I'm I'm a dentist and I'm like oh man I can get a new website and SEO. For 999 bucks, And yet I'm sitting across from you and you're telling me it's going to be $1,500 a month for 12 months? That's $18,000. These guys can do it for a grand. This is why if you want to make more money selling websites and SEO, you have to stop talking about websites and SEO, right? And that's what the flight path will allow you to do. The flight path allows you to change the conversation, change the narrative completely. We are putting together a training. We're going to work on a training to help you guys think about how you can develop your own flight path. So your own internal document so that an account manager can get on the phone with someone and say, well, based on where you are and what you've done, I think what we should do next is this. I think what we should do next is this, right? Most account managers, by the way, just spend their life responding to client requests that haven't really been thought through, right? The client right. calls up right. and says, we, wanna, we, we, need to add, uh, we need to add a pop-up to our website and it needs to be integrated into ActiveCampaign to collect email addresses because someone told me on the weekend at a conference that that was a good idea. 
So that's what we need to do. Can you do that for us? And there's no strategy behind this at all. They're just throwing tactics against the wall to see what sticks. Whereas proactive account management is leading the conversation and leading the customer on that journey and say, hey, over the last two weeks we've done this. What we think we should do next is this and here's why. And getting the client to say, great, you guys are the experts, just just do it, right? Um, And having documentation like this helps your account managers have that conversation. And then having the front end, having the marketing documentation on the front end is a great, it's an easy sales piece to differentiate yourself and uh, and take your clients on those journeys. So your website should be set up to kind of show the customer journey? Would you, would you do that? I would have, I mean, the way that I think about this is we talk a lot about uh, high ticket sales funnels with our, with our clients. Right. And uh, one of the, the, the cornerstone you know, the, the engine room of a high-ticket sales funnel is a piece of content, one piece of content that gets people to put their hand up and say, hey, I want to talk to you guys. I want, I want more of what you're talking about. And unfortunately, when most people launch a high-ticket sales funnel, they talk about websites and SEO. Or they talk about the thing that they deliver. They talk about the, the service, right? And that loses people because they're not interested. In fact, Jenny Lakenan called me once and she said, I'm going into a meeting tomorrow with a coach who I'm pretty sure I can sell a high-ticket sales funnel to, but I just don't want to use the word high-ticket sales funnel. So what? how can I reframe it? And I said – and I so we had a Voxer conversation back and forth because of the time zones, and I said, well, if you think about it, what is a high-ticket sales funnel going to do for this business coach? And we agreed that what it's going to do is it's going to automate his sales process. It's going to automate the application process for people to come and talk to him and then it's going to allow him to just get on the phone with people who are in his calendar and close them. And it's going to automate everything that happens before that. So she pitched it as an automated sales application process. He bought it, right? Because that's exactly what he wanted. We called it that because he had been talking about the frustration of booking in calls, educating people before they get on a call so that they're pre-framed and ready to buy and all that kind of stuff. And that's what a high-ticket sales funnel does. It automates that pre-sales, that handing off a, a marketing-qualified lead to the sales team. That's what a high-ticket sales funnel is really good at, it, it, particularly the, the kind of sales funnel that is designed to get calls booked on your appointment. I'm not talking about an e-commerce funnel. I'm talking about a high-ticket sales funnel where the end result of that funnel is someone booking in a call, right? That's what a high-ticket sales funnel is good at is getting that marketing-qualified lead pre-framed and handed off to the salesperson. And so she pitched it, didn't didn't say it was a high-ticket sales funnel, she pitched it as an automated sales application process and, of course, he bought it and then she built him a high-ticket sales funnel. So what was the question? Oh, the question is um, the, the content that you should produce uh, – I mean, your website – Perhaps your website, you're talking about dental website and SEO because you're doing that for SEO reasons, right? Yeah. But I would be driving traffic into a funnel that changes the conversation. And we've all experienced this. We've all been in funnels where we thought we've signed up for something, for one thing, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, hang on, this is different but more interesting and what they, what good, what good sales funnels do is they elevate your thinking. So – we might start a conversation with, hey, you're a dentist and you need a website, you need some SEO, but why do you need a website and SEO? You need that because, well, why? Because you want more patients 
in the clinic, but you don't just want any patient. You want high-value patients who want Invisalign or cosmetic dentistry, right, because they're worth more. So a website and SEO, the problem with a website and SEO for a dentist is it's probably just going to fill your clinic with more people who need fillings and a checkup. You don't want that. So within 10 seconds, I've actually, just off the cuff here, I've actually just told a dentist that what you think you want is not actually what you need. What you need is high-value patients in your clinic who, who need cosmetic dentistry and Invisalign because they're the profitable ones, right? We have a process that will put those people in your clinic. It includes a little bit of work on your website. We might even do a little bit of work on SEO. We might even do a little bit of work on paid ads. But it's a whole system designed to get you those Invisalign and cosmetic dentistry clients. And now all of a sudden I'm not competing with all the other people doing dental marketing I'm partnering with the dentist to get the dentist the outcome they want, right? So very easy way to start a conversation with what they think they want, but then very elegantly pivot it to what they actually need, elevate their thinking, and they're like, oh, this is actually what I need, right? Bit of content that pre-frames them. Hey, if you want to learn more about this, book in a call, have a chat with one of our team, and we'll see if we can help you. And, I mean, that's it, basically. You know, it can be super simple. It doesn't have to be uh, any more complicated than that. Sounds simple. Basically, what um, you're trying to say is, hey, anyone can build you a website. What we can do is this. Right. We can we can actually we can actually get like let me let me let me give you an example. I have a guy building our new studio at the moment, Lyndon. He's amazing. He's in the group here actually. He just joined the group a few days ago. He's the reason I love Lyndon is because when Lyndon builds something. He thinks about how it's going to be used. So I could get a builder in to build this new studio for us and I would have to give them detailed technical drawings and blueprints and I'd have to project manage it and make sure that every nail is in the right place, right? Lyndon, I walked in with Lyndon and we walked around the building a f- quite a, for quite a while. It's been probably a couple of hours walking around the building. And he said, well, so what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? And I told him how we were going to use the space, right? So the other day I'm in there and he says, oh, by the way um, – I've put a shelf above your fridge in the kitchen so you can put your your oven on that shelf and we're going to move the coffee machine over here because that's closer to the sink because you're going to use the coffee machine more than you're going to use the oven. I'm like, yeah, that's right. And so the coffee machine needs to be closer to the water because you're going to do more rinsing. And, and I'm like, well, that makes perfect sense. And I never asked him to do it. But he was in the kitchen as he's building away and he's like, you know what, this kitchen's all wrong. It needs to do this and this and this. Now, I'm paying him more. He's like, oh, look, it's going to cost, you know, it's, it's, we're talking hundreds of dollars. It might cost an extra three or 400 bucks to do this bench. I'm like, no worries, that's fine. I'm paying him more to do it, but he's thinking about how I, he's thinking about the outcome, not ticking a, 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 a task list, right? So he's improved, he's added way more value than the invoice total because. He's thought about how I'm going to use the space and he's focused on the outcome. His, and we talked about this right at the start, that his loyalty is to the outcome, not the process. Things will change along the way, but we're going to get the outcome that we all want. He's using his experience to anticipate your actual needs, even though you don't realize what those needs are. Correct. And we, yeah. talked, about, we talked about that at Mavcon uh, a little while ago. I think it might have been f- it's, I think it might have been October last year, and we had Josh McKitterick in. One of one of your one, the part of your job as a consultant is um, 
Mike. Mike. Why do I always forget Mike's last name? Um, he's from Web Savvy. He uh, he kind of wrote the book on AdWords. He's Mike Rhodes. Sorry, Mike. I always forget your last name. Mike Rhodes, who's a really good buddy of, of mine and David Jennings, he said to me at one of our mastermind events once, my job is to see around corners yes. for my clients, right? I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. Your job is to anticipate the future problem they're going to have before they even know they're going to have it and and tell them what Chris Lemmer calls a warning story. Well, I was just thinking of Chris right? Lemmer. I was exactly Tell them what a I warning story. Of. If we do this, this is going to happen next and you're going to need to fix it. And if you don't think about it now, it's going to cost you more to fix it later than it is to get it in place now. And the clients so that's why we need go, to do this. Yeah, and they're like, "How oh. did you know that?" Right. <laughs> Because this is not my first rodeo. Right. I've been doing this for 138 years, right? I know I look like I'm not 138, but I've been doing it 138 years, so I've got a bit of experience. And that's what clients will pay you for. They will pay you to think about that stuff so that they don't have to. They're not paying you to build websites, ladies and gentlemen. Right? The nobody website wants is a just, website. Nobody, nobody wants, wants a, website. a damn website. No. If we run our businesses without websites, we all would. Yeah, correct. Websites are a pain in the ass. Uh, the, the, I can't believe I just said that on the Agency Hour podcast. Websites are a pain in the ass. What they want is – the website is what they need to help them get them what they want, right? But what they actually want is they want you to think for them because thinking is hard. Thinking takes energy. Thinking takes time. Thinking is painful. I'd rather watch Netflix than think. So they run their business and at the end of the day, they're like, oh, God, we need to fix that thing on the website, but I'd rather just sit here and watch Netflix because I'm tired, right? So people will pay you more to think than to build a website. And this flight path, basically, the, the, the beautiful thing about the flight path like this is you've, you've done the thinking for them in advance, yeah. right? And so what you're doing, so if I go, if I just go back to, this page here, I, look, I, and I say to any of you here, listen, if you are a pilot and you're doing between 20 and 70K a month in revenue and you're the one doing sales and you tell me that your biggest problem is that you're the only one that makes it rain in the business and that you can't take a holiday, I will say, and any of our coaches will say, great, dude, you got to do this. You got to get your sales pipeline set up. You got to get your sales operations set up so that you know how to manage your day as a, as a, as a salesperson. You've got to get your KPI tracking set up so you know you're hitting your targets. And you've got to start thinking about hiring a salesperson. You're at 70K a month in revenue. You can afford to hire a salesperson, right? If you're not quite there yet, get this stuff set up so that you're ready to hire, hire a salesperson, right? If you say to me, hey, look, our revenue is really good, but the problem is we've got too many moving parts. We've got all these bespoke custom websites we're doing for clients and it's an absolute shit show and we're overwhelmed, I go, yeah, you know why? Because you're doing custom services for each client. You need to productize and standardize the way that you're doing it. So you've done your first draft of a signature system, right? You need to start, you need to get this stuff dialed in. You need to start documenting how you deliver Facebook ads or how you deliver a web audit, document it, and then never deviate from it. Like this is how we do it. You need to start getting your team to deliver this stuff in a standardized way. So Wherever you are in your business journey and your business size, I, this matrix allows me to, to drill in and go, right, you need to do that. You need to do that one thing 
in the next 90 days. You need, to, you need to add three people to your team in the next 90 days. We can help you with that. You need to build, start building your dashboards to, to track your KPIs so that you can make sure that as the business grows, it grows profitably, it doesn't go sideways. And we can help you do that. So we drill in to the one thing that you need next. That is what reduces overwhelm. And that's what positions you as the person who's already done the thinking for them in advance. And that's where people will pay you the two and a half, three, four grand a month versus seven grand for a website, right? Because you're anticipating the problems they're going to have and you've already got solutions for them. I love it. I love it. It's genius. If you build this, like, so go back to the matrix real quick. Yeah, sure. Happy, happily. I'm sorry. I'm losing my voice. That's okay. That's because you're old. It's not the wine, I promise. I think it's the I think it's we're spring here, so I think it's allergies. We have a lot oh, yeah, of pollen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's because you're old. So obviously, this is ours. This is Agency Mavericks. Correct. Matrix. But if you're an agency and you're working with dentists, mm. you would build something like this mm. for what you can deliver mm. to different levels of dentists, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so some dentists are a one man or one woman show. Mm-hmm. maybe at the cadet level some mm-hmm. are like a huge practice at the top gun mm-hmm. level and they've got mm-hmm. everything flowing would you show them this and and because i think if you show them this there's some mm-hmm. advantages like it shows yeah we've worked with people at all different levels and right. we can solve all these different problems would you show them something like this yeah 100%. I, typically so so our plan is to use something like this as the marketing piece right and to say, here's here's a download which kind of here's a, here's a workbook which shows you uh, the journey that you can go on, and then here are the things that you need to do to get there. So I'm we're just going to give this away and go here. You go do it yourself. Knock yourself out. We need to increase revenue. How are we going to do that? Well, you need to refine your pitch. Book your first thirty triage calls. Most people are going to just go try to do this themselves. And at some point, a small percentage are going to say, great, can you just help me do this? Where's the script for the triage call? How do I refine my pitch? We get them on a call with our team. We get them into a coaching program. We guide them on this journey. They move faster. They make less mistakes because they're tapping into our experience. But 97% of people are going to go try to do this themselves, which is perfectly fine. But at some point, they're going to get stuck. They're going to come back to us and say, hey, where's the – how do I document my first five SOPs and how do I work out what those first five SOPs are? And we go, I'm glad you asked. You should jump on a call with our team and we'll help you get them into a coaching program so that we can help them go faster. At some, everyone's going to get stuck at some point. Most people are just going to try and keep doing it themselves, which is totally fine. A small percentage of people are going to come back to us and say, I need your help doing this, right? So I would show them both. This is this is just a quick, this is just a great, okay, here I am, this is where I'm stuck, bang, that's what I need to do. This is more of a long form, you know, read this in your own time. High level, yeah. Print this checklist out yeah. and, you know, start working your way through it, right? The thing, the question that came up on yesterday's webinar, which I, I said to someone, actually, no, it came up in, um, it came up on a, uh, came up on a coaching call for Mavericks yesterday, Pat in in New South Wales, who's a video marketing agency for real estate agents. He said, how do I apply this to what I'm doing? And I said, well, first of all, you got to find, you got to have conversations with your existing clients. The way I start with this is I say, if if someone comes to me and says, I'm a freelancer 
And over the next three years, I want to grow my agency. I want to do what Adam Silverman's done, right? I want to grow my agency from basically being a freelancer to having a full team. I want to go from 200 grand a year in revenue to 800 grand a year in revenue. I want to be super profitable. I want to work with these types of clients. This is what I want to do over the next three years. I'd say, cool, this is everything I think you need to do at a high level. Of course, there's plenty of detail in here that we haven't, that we, we haven't, that we haven't got room to talk about. But here's the bullet points of everything I think you need to do over the next three. If you do all of this over the next three years, you'll be in really good shape. And there's a bunch of questions and a bunch of detail that we need to fill in, but this is what I think you should focus on over the next three years. First things first. And it doesn't necessarily go from left to right, top to bottom. It's not necessarily linear. Think of these as Lego blocks that you can pull in at any point and say, right, just do this in the next. I mean, I can tell you that Adam's done a lot of this. He's refined his offer. He's done his triage calls. He's done his strategy calls. He's now hired a salesperson. He's got his, his fire starters and his accelerators set up, right? He's still working on the signature system. It's still not done. He doesn't have a 12-month client roadmap in place and he doesn't have a 12-month content plan in place. And he hasn't really codified his thinking or come up with a diagnostic tool like a scorecard. He's still got work to do. He's been with us for over two years now, two right? years, yeah. but he's oh, this journey has been amazing because he's just stuck to the process. So what I would do is think about the dentist and say, dentist comes to me, they're one chair and a dental nurse in one location. They want to get to multiple locations with, you know, high profit margins and the dentist doesn't want to be actually looking in mouths anymore. He wants to be playing golf with his buddies. What's everything that needs to happen over the next three years to make that possible? And in, I like a three by three matrix and kind of three bullet points in each square because it just makes it easier for people to remember. Of course, there's more, like I'll give you an example. There's more detail in each of these things. If you're a top gun and you want to grow your authority, I, we have this thing called the ultimate authority play. What that really means is you either write a book, you start a podcast, you go speak on other people's stages, you go do a podcast tour on everyone else's podcast, you start a YouTube channel, whatever the ultimate authority play is that suits your style, right? So yeah, there's a bunch of detail in there that's, that's going to come up to the surface once people start digging into that. But the bullet point is, you just got to go and execute the ultimate authority play because you've got time to do that now because the rest of your business is being run by your team and your processes because you've followed this you've followed this journey. You've done this really well. Simon Major's here, right? He's building software. He's looking at licensing his software to other agencies at some point in the future. That's an ultimate authority play for him, right? So, so you've just got to figure out what what the what you've got to and and you, the way that you figure this out is talking to your existing clients. That's how we've. That's how I've built this. Is just talking to existing clients and asking them, "Where were you? What have you achieved? What do you, where are you stuck? What do you want to get to? Where do you, you know? Where do you want to get to now?" So, Facebook user, I don't know who it is, says, "What if I'm only at waxing the boots of a cadet or quitting day job and going freelance level? Should I even worry about this yet?" Well, if I was starting, so the answer is yes. In fact. You're in the perfect position to do this. Take a screenshot. If you're watching this, take a screenshot of this matrix right now so that you can, you know, steal it and fill it in. Don't plagiarize it, for God's sake. Be a grown-up, but steal it and then and then model it and then use it and fill it in yourself, right? It's three boxes, three rows, three columns, you know, a column heading, a row heading, and then three bullet points within each square. So you end up with 27 things that you can help people with. Now, Magic number is out, definitely three. Correct. Yeah. If you're – now, well, the other thing is – 
the, the categories of things that you help them with, like we, we help you grow your authority, package your IP and scale your impact. There is some other stuff that we help you with vision and mindset and, and, and stuff. Um, but I, th- I just think three by three is really easy to communicate. You can, if you, if you have five categories that you help them with, then there's no reason, you know, you, there's no reason why you can't have three by five. I, for me, three by three is just a, it's just easier to communicate. I, I promise you, if you have five and you talk to me, I can narrow it down to three. So Facebook user who's waxing boots for cadets at the moment, you don't have any legacy stuff in the business that you have to undo. You don't have any bad habits or, or custom legacy stuff in the business that you have to undo. Yeah, so I, I think will, I will say the, I started my agency I started building websites in 99, but I really started my agency in 2009. And I wish I had this at my disposal in 2009 because I spun my wheels and banged my head against the wall for five years before I found Troy and started doing things the right way. So I totally wish that I knew about this. I would have certainly known that this was the goal and Mm -hmm. taken some of the courses and got myself to the point where I was, I was no longer waxing the boots, but wearing the boots of the cadet mm-hmm. and moving forward from there. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you're going free, if you're quitting your day job and going freelance, like the, the, the fastest way to make that struggle town is to just go out there and sell websites and SEO because they're a commodity. You're going to be competing on price, right? And you're dead in the water before you start. So doing this stuff and having conversations with prospects and potential clients and trying to design a first draft of this. And remember, this is not the first draft of our coaching matrix, right? No. I've been do- we've been doing this a long time. And not only have I been doing this a long time, but so have the coaches. And so I, I get feedback from the coaches all the time and our customers. I watch our Slack channels. I watch our support tickets. I'm hanging out in, the, out in the group. I'm lurking in other groups. I know more about our target audience than anyone. I know more about you guys than you know about yourself because I've been watching and serving and listening for the last 12 years, right? So this is not the first draft. We're, yeah, we, we evolve just like evolve or die, right? Like you yeah. have to evolve. Yeah. Um, so heavens to Murgatroyd says as a solo agency, trying to build out my customer, my own customer matrix, should I just focus on one block and then move on to the next one? I have, once I have more customers and sales in my pipeline, and I would say not one block, but one, one row, Correct. I would work, I would yep. pick a row and take care of that. Cause yep. you want to, you want to deliver different things. Like we're doing the grow your authority, package your IP and scale your impact. You want to deliver different things, but for one level of the clientele and then the next and then the next. Right on, right on. Um, And, you know, it's really easy. If you serve tradies or home contractors, you go, well, hey, I've got a gardener or a plumber or a a, a plasterer and he's a solopreneur and he's got a couple of contractors working with him. That's my cadet client, right? Then my pilot client is I've got a, 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 a plastering firm Hello, darling. Goldie's going to join us on the live stream. Here. Oh, God. Here we um, go. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I've, so I've got a plumbing client here who's got, you know, five staff out in the field. Uh, then then that's a pilot client and a Top Gun client might be, hey, I've got an entrepreneur here who's got five plumbing practices and he's got 50 people out in the field, right? So we do the same thing, but it's at a different level for the different level of client. Yeah. So James, yeah, start on one row and then elevate your thinking and and and, and focus on the other rows. Say hi, Goldie. Wave, She's say hi. Just too much. <laughs> does she does she know I'm kind of her uncle? <laughs> Can you say hello? Hello. 
<laughs> She's pointing to Pete. All right. Hey, gang, this has been an hour. This is the Agency Hour podcast. Thank you for joining us here in the Digital Mavericks Facebook group. Sorry that um, – Real quick, that, uh, one thing. One thing real quick. Yeah. We've done a lot of screen sharing. So did we tell people who are just listening how to how to come see it? Yeah. Join the Digital Mavericks Facebook group. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to see Goldie, who's just turned two and she's super cute, come and join the Digital Mavericks Facebook group and you'll see Goldie and you'll also see all of the screen sharing that we've done. Uh, and, uh, again, uh, apologies that Sean Clark wasn't here. We're not sure what happened to him, but we will get Sean from we'll high level back. back. Thank you, Pete Perry, for jumping in and making this a far more interesting episode than if it was just me flapping my gums. And uh, uh, if you want some help with building your flight path, just reach out to our team, leave a comment here or email support at agencymavericks.com and we'll have a chat with you about whether or not we're a good fit to work together. There we go. That's a microphone, darling. Uh-huh. Ah, microphone. Uh-huh. Love you. <laughs> All right. I'm out of here, gang. Take right, care. Brother. Have we'll a great week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Agency Hour podcast. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Audible, and wherever you like to listen. You can catch all of the Agency Hour episodes on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash agencymavericks. Or you can get involved. Check out our free Digital Mavericks Facebook group, where we broadcast these episodes live for our community every week, along with a ton of free training. We'll see you there.